Alright, here we go, another episode. Episode 6 of Moose Milk Podcast. Just gonna wait for Matt to show up, but uh, before he gets here, i just like to say I, I did plan on having an, uh, another episode this week, and uh, that fell kind of through. Hello, Matthew. Hello, my friend. Up, Continue buddy? your talk. I don't want to interrupt. I, I jumped right in right as you were starting. No, your- good, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm planning on having a second episode this week. I filmed for five hours with friends on Saturday, doing our top ten games of all time. And, uh, yeah, it uh, recorded with no audio. So I spent five hours recording a podcast, and it's silent. So I'm still learning what I'm doing, kind of with the podcasting, and uh I apologize. I planned on having a second episode, and it just uh, <clears throat> kind of fell apart on me. So I'm going to do it again in the future once I uh, have everything figured out. But recording not on Instagram is harder than it seems, apparently. So. Yeah, that sucks. I felt so bad for you that day when you sent me that text. I'm just like, oh, my God. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like five hours is already, like... No, it was the longest podcast that ever should have happened. <laughs> and, like... I had no plans on it going for five hours. It, it, yeah, it took. Right. It took. And <laughs> after like four hours, I was like, well, we still haven't even hit our top three. So this is going to go for at least another hour. And yeah, it ended up being like five hours and 20 minutes or something like that. But it is what it is. I, there's nothing yeah. I could do about it. Yep. I, the second person tried to record it at the same time. His had no audio too. So clearly it was something to do with how we were recording it. Right. Yeah. Well, that sucks, but I mean, I guess you just learn from it and move on, I guess, yeah. right? Well, it's welcome like, to the podcast, do, right? Yeah. I mean, people uh, lose podcasts all the time, and that just so happened to be the one I lost, which sucks it's long, but we're going to try to do something different so it keeps its spontaneity and, and you know, not necessarily a top 10, but maybe like top 10 PlayStation 4 games or something along those lines of like, that'd be cool. We can change it up where. It's still fresh. Even going a bit less, right? The thing is, is when there's like five of you or like four of you or whatever, right? It's like everybody has 10. That's like, that's like 40 things. And it's like, you know what I mean? So it's. Well, and then we talked about each game. Like there was a whole, whole tangent on World of Warcraft because I knew my buddy Chris was going to pick a World of Warcraft. It's probably put. I don't know, like something like ridiculous. I remember you telling me that Chris played. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Then they went on a whole World of Warcraft tangent for like 35 minutes, and I was just sitting here like, I have nothing to add to this conversation, but feel free, you know? Yeah, jump in. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I apologize. <clears throat> we'll figure out something else to do in the future. I got to find a program that can let me record outside of Instagram, so. But yeah, anyway, Marvel. We have WandaVision to talk about. We have WandaVision 6. On Division Six, what do you think, buddy? You, you seemed Luke. You seemed lukewarm on it. I actually thought it was a pretty boring episode. Ah, uh, I mean, a lot <laughs> stuff happened. Don't get me wrong, but it felt like a setup episode to me. It felt like totally. it was setting the last three episodes of the season, yeah. and yeah. nothing of like substance really happened. Where like last week, I mean, we got the Quicksilver last reveal. two weeks. Last yeah. two weeks really have been yeah. like, and I mean, it was inevitable that like one episode wasn't going to be like some yeah. shocking twist ending, but like, totally. totally, 
that was this kind of like, okay, well, this isn't as good as the last two weeks. So it kind of just brought the whole thing down for me. But it's not that it was bad. Like, obviously, it's still a relevant episode and we'll get into it. But it just didn't blow me away. Yeah, I <clears throat> I, I definitely felt the same way in the, in the sense that it was like underwhelming compared to yeah. the last two. But I still thought it was better than the first three. So or yeah. two, two, three, three. There was three kind of like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that's I mean, kind of where I landed. The first three were definitely set up episodes and, yeah. and this was clearly setting up the last three episodes. So that's fine. I mean, uh, we'll get into spoilers in a sec, but like it definitely, you could tell this was where they were going to, okay, we know what's happening. We know that the the end results are coming together now and yeah the way the episode ends is clearly setting up the last yeah yeah my dog so yeah talking. i mean oh that's all right go get the little dude okay. um, <laughs> um yeah so i guess we just jump right into spoilers right because like yeah that's, that's what we're talking about so <laughs> yeah so yeah so i guess anything jump out at you right away so i have to say my favorite thing about this whole thing was i loved the like classic costumes yeah i knew you would ah they're just so great i mean (laughs) they looked perfect and like i mean it made sense because it was a halloween themed episode and like what else are you going to do with it like it, it made perfect sense for them to do it there where obviously they would never be in those costumes otherwise but um. Yeah, I mean, it, I loved both of them, like Wanda and Quicksilver. I was just like, "Oh, this is perfect." Yeah, they were great, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I loved, I loved Quicksilver's like, co- like honestly, it's like I relate everything in the MCU to action figures, right? Because it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's like as I'm watching it, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm like trying to step away from the movie stuff right now because I just right. it's frustrating to collect, but. Sure. Um, if they put out like Wanda and and Petro in like those costumes, I would in a hot second, like I would have Buy. a hard time not buying that. Yeah. Like I just love it. I even loved how they did the the windswept hair. Yeah. For for Quicksilver, yeah. I thought that was yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, uh, not gonna lie, my next Halloween costume might be uh, uh, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I look pretty good in that. You would look good in that. Yeah. I mean, those red tights, come on. I know, it's good, man. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I, love the, I love that aspect. I love um, Vision being like a detective this episode. Yeah. And basically, like, I know things are going on, and I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to figure it out. He kind of played, like, you know, the detective mode of, like, I'm going to the outskirts of this city, and I am figuring out what's going on. And to see, like, all, like, the random citizens of the city just, like, dead still, um, not the really. ladies, like, crying, just sitting there yeah. crying, and it's like, yeah, The repetitive motions of them, like, hanging the, the uh, Halloween decorations or whatever, like, it was clear that, like, she wasn't controlling them to the same aspect as the people when they're, right. like... Like farther city, away she like, is, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're just like frozen in time, half of them. And like, then to see Agnes kind of like dressed as a witch. Yeah. And break character. I'm like, you know, this is awesome. Like, this, this, this is cool that they're kind of revealing that, like, yeah, all these people are stuck in, in this weird 
uh, I don't even know what you would call it, like this weird simulation control thing that they're like all trying to escape from. And I don't know, it was cool. Well, it's it's um, it's interesting because, like, do you think like do you think that Agnes is the main? Ba- do you think Agnes is going to be like the main bad guy here? I don't know. I go back and forth after this yeah. episode. I didn't. I feel but, like that's like uh, intentional. Like I feel like it's sort of like a misdirect. Yeah, like after this episode, I kind of felt bad for her in the same way I felt bad for all these other people. But mm-hmm. I do think, like, yeah, it's probably a misdirect where you're not supposed to think she's part of it. But yeah. I mean, I felt really bad for Vision most of the like him when he was trying to leave the hex and his whole body's like breaking apart, like almost like the snap again where like pieces or chunks are falling off of him and everything like yeah. that. Like, and he has no memory of being dead. He doesn't know that he's dead until this episode really. Yeah. And, and he's begging like all the military and stuff to help these people. And I was just like, he's still the hero of the show. Like he's still trying to be the, the Avenger. The better, he doesn't even remember yeah. the Avenger, but he's still yeah, trying he's to just, do that. Like that's know? just like ingrained yeah. in what he is. Right. He's just, right. He's he was programmed to like do the right thing, right? So right. here he is being the doing the right thing. I yeah, found it exactly. interesting that when uh, when Vision went uh, when they were in the house and he is telling her that he's gonna go out on neighborhood patrol or whatever, she yeah. says like, "What she say?" I wrote it down. Uh, when he said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go out and do this," and she's like, "That's not what you're supposed to," and then she kind of right. like trails off or whatever, right? And it's like, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting because it's like. Well, and he played along with it, too. Like, he was just, like, like kissing her on the cheek and, like, oh, I know, sweetie. Like, I just want to keep our neighborhood safe and, like, stuff like that where, like, clearly he knows that she's that, catching on to the fact that he's not being controlled by her. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I thought that was really cool. But I also thought that um, – oh, my dog. Um, he uh, – he wanted to escape, and I think he realized he can't escape because his body is dead, and he he'll die as soon as he leaves. Yeah. Do you, do you think that's the case? Because I definitely I do. think that's the case. Yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think he could possibly survive outside of the hex. Yeah. 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 Because I I don't know. I I kind of wondered if maybe they would like pull an infinity stone from another what's it called? But like another timeline. Well, that's or something. a theory too. Is that like maybe Wanda has control of infinity stones in some way or some of the infinity stones and that's how she's controlling the reality of the world yeah oh yeah and like how do you bring the dead back to life like Mm -hmm. obviously we saw uh you know pietro or quicksilver or whatever he's he's there they both realize that he's not the same as she knew him to be yeah they both comment on that that he's not the same they both commented that they both don't have accents anymore yeah which i thought was funny um, yeah, me too. I but think it's really she, cool how they're doing it all. Yeah, but then she like saw him as dead, right? Like she yeah. saw that like same as the way she saw Vision, and I'm like, okay, so is he even real? Like, right. I, I don't know. I like that he is completely uh, uh, aware that of what's going on too. Like, I like how yeah. he's like, where you've been hiding all these kids, you know? And it's just like, right. <laughs> You know, no, and like it's he, crazy. How did you get the power, and how are you doing this? And like, there was a lot of questions asked, and she didn't really give a response. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, how did this all start?" And she kind of was just like, "Oh, I went to like a really, um, I can't remember exactly what she said, but like isolated place or 
or a quiet place and like kind of just created it. And like, yeah, I, I don't know how far she's even realizing that she's in control of this place, which makes me think that she's not in control of this place and mm. something else is behind it and manipulating her even. But, um, yeah, like clearly, I mean, we got to talk about the kids too, cause yeah, they set up their superpowers as well. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, clearly they're leading in that direction where I don't know if they're even real or if they can escape the hex or whatever, but like they have their powers. Well, in the comics, I believe in the original, in like when they were first introduced or whatever, yeah, they were like basically like Wanda made a soul. So even though they weren't real, because like they were like part of Mephisto's right. manipulation or deal or whatever with her, yeah, and apparently like even though they weren't real, they had like souls because she created them out of a part of Mephisto. So in right. a way, they were kind of Mephisto. But there was a thing that was interesting that uh, Quicksilver called the kids. He referred to them as like kids of the devil or something like that, or devil devil childs or something oh, okay. like that. So I thought that was so, kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like little tidbits and like like even the the commercial of the yogurt that was yeah. like all inflammation and the person like dying and it was so like weird. so weird snack for survivors or something like that and i'm like mm-hmm. clearly they're saying that like these people some of these people are dead and like i don't know oh, it was, i didn't i did not get that i got a different thing from that well what did you think i kind of when i said a snack i okay first of all i got nothing from it the first time but when i watched it tonight i kind of got like at the end where it said a snack for survivors. I kind of associated that with Wanda and Quicksilver surviving when the Stark missile like had hit their house or whatever, and they sat there waiting and waiting and waiting for it to go off. Right. That's kind of what my, went through my head. There's also like a lot of talk that of like their home and Sokovia and like all that kind of stuff where they came from, which leads me to believe like we are definitely going to set up something outside of what we know in the MCU like whether it's Doctor Doom or whether it's like uh, Magneto or like something outside of this I mean it could be just um, I mean it could be anything really but like I feel like they were setting up like they were talking about their parents they were talking about their home like there has to be some kind of controlling factor or something relating them back to their home Um, there's a theory that like Doctor Doom is part of this somehow too, but I heard Dr. Doom's not necessarily Dr. Doom, but Latveria where he rules and where like that's his city or country or whatever is supposed to be featured in winter soldier and Falcon apparently. So you think that possibly the end of this episode, we could see like a, a, that set up for winter soldier. I think this is what I, this is where I think next week is going to get interesting because I think, uh, we're going into the last three episodes yeah. and if they're going to introduce a new villain, yeah, it, it really has to be the next episode because you can't do anything with one half hour episode and wrap up a story at the same time while being like, yeah, it was Mephisto. And everyone's like, but see right there, I don't, that's, that's a DC move. Like you, you don't, yes, but you, I don't know, you don't just be like, Oh, I don't necessarily mean that they're going to try to wrap it up, but what I mean is, like, in terms of, like, I don't think they would say, hey, this is a brand new villain, unless it was, like, Agnes. Like, if 
all of a sudden in episode nine, they drop that Agnes is the villain. Then it's like, yeah, right, whatever. I get that. But in episode nine, if they're like, it's Mephisto, but they've never said Mephisto and they've never referenced him. And it's just now we believe that there's this person that's like taking over this or is against, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it just, so I feel like we're going to get an answer next week for sure in regards to yeah, next we're week's seeing Mephisto. For sure. Like, I think I think after next week we'll know if Mephisto is actually like going to be part of this, or whoever, or whoever. Yeah, if it's going to yeah. be a new villain, I mean. But if it's going to be yeah, someone I who's mean, already been introduced, then I think that the best part of MCU, right, is they always leave those little breadcrumbs at the end yes. of every movie or the end of every whatever that lead to the next thing. And I think since we ended everything really with Endgame, like that resolved most of every storyline that was in the MCU. Obviously, there's still breadcrumbs left. Yeah, there's loose ends, for sure. Yeah. But they wanted to tie everything into that that movie, and so now they're going to start leading all the breadcrumbs into the next phase, right? So I think, you know, they may introduce a villain. I don't think that the episode 9 of WandaVision is going to have everything tied up because I think they're going to say, just like they do in the movies, Wanda will return in in Doctor Strange Strange. or Wanda will return in whatever. And yeah. and so they want they want to set that up a because obviously their their model of releasing things is okay we have you hooked we're yeah. like your drug dealer now you're yeah. gonna go on to the in. next <laughs> and you're in and you've watched whatever sixty hours worth of Marvel shit so yeah. we got you hook line and sinker and, and you're gonna watch whatever we put out right exactly <laughs> so like you know it's it's. They've got to regardless, so they want to leave those breadcrumbs so you're hungry for more. And I mean, right. if yeah. if um, Doctor Doom is saying in Winter Soldier, well, that's perfect way to introduce it. Is episode nine they introduce it, and then boom, tune in in two weeks when Winter Soldier starts, and here's the next six episodes of the next storyline, and and, mm-hmm. and you see it from a different angle, you see it from a different perspective with different yep. heroes, and again that leads into Black Widow or whatever Loki, so on and so forth, right? Yeah, because I guess Loki will be after Winter Soldier and Falcon, so... Yeah, and, I mean, Loki has the potential to take it from a different dimension, because we know Loki's not in the same timeline, Yep. and we also know that there's probably going to be magic or some kind of, you know, weird shit involved in that, so I assume that's going to lead directly into, you know, the next storyline of of Doctor Strange and the multi-dimensional shit and so on and so forth so yeah because i think that's before that is before dr strange so yeah dr strange is in february next yeah um yeah that's interesting that'll be interesting to see i'm excited to see tom hiddleston uh basically deplete his character of everything that he's built on it so far and start back from the beginning that should be Same. pretty fun. That should be pretty fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have any of the experiences of of past what uh, exactly. Avengers one, right? Yeah, anything past Avengers one. Yeah, so he's basically a different character or mm-hmm. similar character, but has different experiences. So, I mean, that's I think that's where they have to introduce other dimensional stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a huge theory online. I wrote uh, that. Okay, so Monica Rambo, we haven't talked really about any of the outside shit of, of the Hex. No, I still have more to talk about about Wanda, though. <laughs> yeah, well, so the outside stuff of the Hex, right? Like, um, 
clearly they got kicked out of whatever's going on with the military aspect of Sword and everything else. Yeah. Sword wants to like basically kill everything inside the hex because they're afraid of what's going to happen in there. And Darcy and and Wu don't really and Rambo don't really want any of that to happen. They get kicked out of of what's going on, but they infiltrate back in. And Wanda says. Um, I'm going back in, and uh, uh, Darcy says, "You know, it's rearranging your your uh, DNA, um, getting some powers." Yeah, so clearly they're setting up that she's getting powers of some sort. Yep. And it's, then she goes, "Okay, well, I know a guy that can help us." Yep. And, or something along those lines. And so people think that she's setting up uh, Reed Richards. Uh, right, Reed Richards, yeah. and. That's how they introduced Fantastic Four, the start the starting of Fantastic Four. Yep. I mean The thing is, is if they're from our time that timeline, yeah. they're gonna need to really explain a lot. Because for them to have been absent through everything that's happened in the last ten years to be well, such maybe a it humongous Reed Richards could just Reed Richards could just be a scientist. But in that world, oh, I see. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he could just be a, a really smart Maybe. scientist that, yeah. that, that hasn't had powers well, he yet. Is a, he, it's not like his powers are that he's smart. He's smart. And then his no, powers is that. Yeah, yeah. So he could just be a smart guy. That he so knows. you're saying that uh, the Fantastic Four haven't happened yet? Yeah. Right. I get you. And, I mean, they could obviously do the old Fantastic Four movies within the multi-dimensional stuff, but I'm saying this is an easy way for them to introduce Reed Richards as just a guy, yep. and then they introduce his wife, they introduce everything else, and then that slowly gets crippled in. The Fantastic Four movie is a complete like reboot, reboot, where it shows them getting their powers, they're in space, so on and so forth, all that mm-hmm. goes down. But, I mean, it doesn't have to be like you know, Spider-Man got bit by the spider beat by beat reboot, but it could be just like a very quick, like here's a six minute segment at the beginning of this movie of what happens. And then fast forward two years until, you know, their actual have powers or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I get you. Because people aren't going to want a full reboot again. I mean, like it's the same as X-Men and everything that we've kind of talked about before is like, do we need to see Magneto get his, start his powers again? No, no, thanks. Get no, the adamantium, adamantium uh, you know, infusion into his bones, like all that stuff. Like, we don't really need that set up again. We know that all. Yeah, the, anybody that's in this bar knows that. Even that's even like Spider Man. I don't care in the MCU if we never revisit that. Like, I'm cool. No. I get, I get it. <laughs> but again, I know what like, Spider Man is. I know how he got his powers. Sure, but there's no reason for them to ever have to set that up again, right? Like, yes, now, yeah. I'm happy. Like, what I'm saying is, I'm happy they skipped. I'm happy they skipped it. My assumption is that Spider-Man Three, in some way, will introduce Miles Morales. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely sure of that. And I think that's where they're going to go with it. Is like Spider-Man Four will be Peter training Miles Morales on what like the next phase of Spider-Man will be, and that will be like a team-up movie where they're not going to have. Um, you know, the Iron Man character or whoever out of the MCU that needs to, like, be the buddy, you know, buddy-buddy yep. Spider-Man movie, they're going to have Miles Morales and Peter Parker going in. Well, it's inevitable that Peter's going to step into 
uh, mentor role at some point, right? Yeah. So it's just a matter of him becoming a bit. I think it might take more than one more episode, but but well, I, I think I do just, think I do think that Miles will be introduced into the live action. That's what I mean for for sure. Yeah. I don't think that like I don't think that Miles might necessarily have all his powers or anything like that. Like they've I already think referenced have, him, right? Yeah. Like, I think they'll just show him. In the universe, it'll be like a friend of Peter's. Yeah, not as Spider-Man. Like, just as Miles. Yeah. Right. And he's just going to be a guy. And then, like, yeah, Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man 5, all of a sudden he has his powers, whatever. And then they can lead off that direction of, like, okay, we don't need Peter Parker necessarily in this role. We can do a Miles Morales movie. And people are going to love that, too. And it kind of gives them a break of doing different storylines within that universe. And... And then, yeah, we can follow Peter in, in college or whatever while he's mentoring Miles and he's trying to have a relationship with whoever. And, yep. you know, they have all those things kind of going on side by side. And that's always what Spider-Man's done really well is like him trying to live three, two or three different lives of like exactly, the yeah. good boyfriend, the good son, you know, Parker, <clears throat> the smart kid, Spider-Man, like and balancing those different roles. So like, I think that's where it's leading is like, yeah, we could get a really cool movie of Peter Parker being Peter Parker. Yeah, I agree. I I I really like Tom Holland as uh, Spider Man. So do like I. I. Yeah, he's awesome. Like so. he came out. I wrote it in the news, but like he came out earlier this week saying like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield aren't in the next oh, movies. I heard that. Yeah, and I'm like, so he learned how to lie because he's like number one spoiler guy in 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 the universe. I mean, obviously that's part of their marketing, and like they're probably telling him that he can leak this and that. But the fact that he, like, said that, I'm like, I don't know if it's even a really a misdirect because, like, we all assume that it's going to be a multidimensional into the Spider-Verse yeah. movie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going to be in it. Like, I know that, so, like, it's not officially announced, but I know that, like, all the talk behind the scenes says they've all yeah. signed on. Well, same with Kirsten Dunn, same with, you know, what's his Tim name? Goblin and, and yeah. uh, what's his face? Off, and, Dark Doc. Yeah, exactly. So... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know why they even bothered with that, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, What um, else did you want to talk about Wanda? I, something I thought was interesting was when she knew Vision was kind of like either in danger or something was happening, she was able to just make that bubble just get bigger just by... Well, that's how it ends, right? Yeah, which I thought was like so fucking crazy. Like... Well, it's it just scary shows, because it, it just shows how know. powerful she is, right? Like, well, she has no bounds. She has no tether. Like, clearly, she's out of control. And if she can expand that at will, well, that's what the next episode's going to start with. Is like, yep. how far can this bubble go? And everything that gets sucked up into the bubble turned into a carnival. So you know, there was clowns. There was the the tent. And yep. the, air, the hot air the ice cream, the ice cream truck. Yeah. So like, if she can manipulate any real uh, world object into what would fit into her world, like yep. they have no defense. You know, and that's yeah, the scary exactly. part. Yeah, it's crazy. So, Man, it's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's so cool so, to like, see her powers actually getting like utilized, and like you see how powerful she really is, right? Yeah, well, that in, like, obviously they need some kind of superhero with powers to combat her, right? So that's where the next episode has to lead in with somebody. I mean, like, 
these are all just normal people trying to figure out what's happening. Like Darcy and, and Wu and all these people are just your normal guys. So, um, like, does this lead into Doctor Strange? Does this lead into, you know, whatever, Fantastic Four, whatever it may be, like, as somebody who can combat this and her expanding this universe? Well, next week we'll for sure find out who he's meeting to get back into the yeah. hacks. And then... Yeah, I I think we'll figure. I think if we're gonna see a new introduction of a new villain, we'll at least get a sniff of who they are next week. That's probably how the episode ends. I would assume. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't. Yeah, because then they can. I would assume the next one to kind of explain what's gonna happen, and then the last one will be the. That's my guess. The season, yeah. That's my guess too. But I think the kids have to do something with it too. Is like she's gonna have the choice of destroying her world or destroying whatever and they're gonna say what about your husband what about your kids and that's how you know they're gonna hit the heart on her and that's how they're gonna try to stop her or something along those lines but the thing is though is like are you talking about sword saying that to her to try to stop her yeah i think i think that's how they're gonna try to manipulate wanda is is sending in rambo they're gonna say like you know you're you're destroying the people you love you're destroying your kids you're destroying vision you know, so on and so forth. What about your brother? So on and so forth. And then, and, and try to hit her in the heart where she doesn't destroy everything because, you know, they want her to stop. And then mm-hmm. something's going to happen. Why, whether it's killing vision or vision dies or something that's going to set her off into like full on villain territory. In my assumption. Yeah. It's weird because like I question, uh, Quicksilver's in like, him being there because it's obvious that he's dead like he's dead she sees sees him with dead like he's yeah and to me that's like like her kind of slipping like kind of losing like maybe getting too comfortable and kind of like letting loose a little bit and then she like sees it she's like oh jesus fuck i gotta like hold this shit together but did you also see that she made that kick-ass comment about yeah that was great that was great I love that because I loved that first Kick-Ass movie so Me much. Too. So good. And that second one was just god awful. So terrible. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with the graphic novel. Like the graphic novel of Kick-Ass Two is so good. Wow. I mean, you. It's not like you would watch it and not be like, "That was an attempt at." It was a bad attempt at Kick-Ass Two. The novel. Well, they the left book, out the comic so book. much stuff. Yeah, man. I know. But I get. Because didn't they tone it down? Wasn't that one? Oh, yeah. It was dramatically toned down. PG Was it PG-13 or... I don't a, know if it was, like, rating-wise, but, like, um, what is... I can't remember his name because I haven't read the book in forever, but the Jim Carrey character, Sergeant whatever... Oh, Captain Patriot or something, isn't it? Captain yeah, Patriot? I don't know. Yeah. They toned him down so much because apparently Jim Carrey had, like, major issues with, like, how violent it was and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that and, like, so they changed it dramatically from what it was supposed to be. And like, I mean, hit girls always like, yeah, I think it was uber, still rated R. Cause I remember it being pretty bloody still, but yeah, I mean, so like, yeah, the second one was really bad. I think it killed the franchise, but obviously yeah, I didn't love it. Aaron Taylor Johnson was kick ass. So her comment towards that was, you know, spot on. But Evan, Evan Peters or Evan Peters yeah. is also in kick ass too. So it's like, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Like it's, yeah. It's very interesting. It's an interesting reference, but it's good though. Yeah, no, I, I like that too. And I, I uh, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh man, imagine if they tied in somehow kick ass into this universe. That'd be awesome. Oh, 
that'd be great. I love yeah. Kick Ass, man. That's such Same. a good movie. Same. The comics are great too. So good. Yeah, I for sure. I I watched the movies and then afterwards I got into the comics and I was like, man, these comics are fucking really great. Yeah. Yeah, both. I have only read the first two books, like Kick Ass and Kick Ass Two, but I think there was a third one too, right? Yeah, third, and there's like a Hit Girl series, which is pretty right. good too. So, yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing we didn't talk about yet is uh, how Darcy's finding all that stuff on Hayworth's uh, in his computer or whatever, right? And how she's he's tracking Vision, which is yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Because on one hand, are they worried that Vision is too powerful? Are they worried that he has an Infinity Stone again? Like, what is their concern, really? And well, that's... I, I, go ahead. No, no go ahead. No, I was just going to say, based on the fact that when he got out, no one seemed to want to try to help him. I'm not, I don't feel like... I don't feel like uh, they're necessarily like wanting him to be vision i feel like maybe they just want to like because he's made of vibranium right so <laughs> yeah i i don't know like i don't know i don't know where that's leading to i i on one hand like i think they're scared of vision i think they're scared of what his potential is but i also think that then maybe they think that that you can use him to stop wanda so yeah yeah maybe yeah good point Good point. I don't know. I don't know which direction like it's heading in, but um, yeah, I did find that weird too. And like, I love, I love how much Darcy is in this because like, I and really she, did. She's so good. She's perfect. And like, yeah, uh, she is. There's some rumors. I don't know if you've seen this online that they're pitching a, a Agent Wu like spinoff series. Oh yes, yes, I did hear that. Uh, it's kind of like a silly kind of like an X Files kind of thing. Right. They want to do like a like Sounds a paranormal great. investigation X Files stuff and like i don't know like what exactly they have in mind but like to me it would be perfect if it was woo and darcy because like yeah woo's got that like scientific but more cop aspect to him and then darcy's like straight up scientist and that's exactly the Mulder and scully relationship but they're all fun all fun yeah exactly and like I would love them just investigating like weird stuff within the universe. Like I think that would be so fun as a show. So even if don't do like a twenty-four episode, you know, uh, network show, but if it was like eight episode season, it'd be perfect. But see, the thing is, you could do an eight episode season, and you could even do it more than once a year because something like that wouldn't be like super graphic heavy. Like it wouldn't be a lot of like you know, no. you could make it at a lower budget, right? And like. But you could have, like, weird space stuff in there. You could have, like, yeah. weird, unexplained, like, multiverse stuff going on or, like, like uh, dimensional warps or, like, I don't know, something, like, along those lines where it could just be, like, weird side stuff that has nothing to really to do with the rest of the MCU. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It'd be an interesting way to, like, use it to, like, get, like, C-list characters put into the shows. Right. Like, all these random side characters that don't really have a movie, yeah. that'd be perfect. Here comes slapstick. Yeah, like I, I think if they don't do that, I think it's silly because like Wu is like a standout person in the series. Yeah, he's like, great. I, he's, he's so good. Yeah, and so, Darcy too. Honestly, I'm enjoying Darcy way more than I ever had before. She's way more tolerable now, it seems. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> they were depending on her 
to be the comedy break in in the first two Thor movies, and yeah. they just couldn't find the right tone for those movies. Like, I agree, I agree. They were kind of all over the place. Yeah, and I mean, Thor didn't really have like a comedic beat yet. Like, he wasn't funny. He was trying to play the role too serious, and I think Thor Ragnarok kind of changed that. Where he God, was that's the best one. It's the best one. Yeah. So like, um. Yeah, I really hope that they keep this up and like all these characters get spun off into other things because they're too good not to keep going. You know, I even mean, Agnes. Yeah, yeah, I like Agnes too. I hope that when this is over, we don't—that's not the end of her because I quite like hey, her too. The actress is doing a, like an awesome job, and I'm just like, man, yeah. like I'd watch a show just about her. Yeah, I, I, I'm at the I'm at the point where like again, it's like they're putting out good stuff, right? It's keeping me intrigued, and it's like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited to see like how this like at, how the season ends, right? Like I, you know. But I mean, did you, did you watch the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier trailer thing? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. The new one. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like. I love the tone they're going for in that because it's so like it seems like it's so action based, yeah, which is like I, a very different focus than what WandaVision is going for. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, I think it's going to be a very different tone of a show, and, like, just watching that trailer, I'm like, I like the dynamic between Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, they got this, like, weird buddy, buddy yeah, thing buddy going cop. on, but they also have yeah. this competitive thing going on, and it's like, I don't know, I really like it. Yeah, I did. I like it, too, it looks pretty fucking fun. I think that'll be a good one. It's funny because, like, uh, I've always been, I really like Falcon in the MCU. I know, like, like yeah. he gets a lot of hate. It's kind of, he's like, kind of almost like a Hawkeye, right? Where he just, like, it's, See, but, but, but I just, I, I enjoy him. I, love I think him. he's funny. Yeah, I think he's super funny. And I just, and yeah. I love the dynamic between him and Bucky in Civil War. Yeah. So it's like, when I play back to that, and I think if, if this is going to be in any way tonally like Civil War is with those two, I'm like super excited to like to see that again, right? To revisit that because they're so fucking hilarious together. They're just so funny. Yeah, I agree. Like, I I think Falcon was like painfully underused in all the movies. Like, I me, I wish me too. Me and too. I really like the actor. Actor, like, I think he does a really good job. So yeah, I I think this is going to be like a really standout moment for them to like really take the spotlight away from Captain America. I agree. So, uh, I mean, the rumor is that they're battling basically on who's going to take up the Captain America mantle throughout the series. Right. So, um, I think it, I think by the end of the series, we'll probably get like the next Captain America type thing. Where yes, I think so too. So I think that's cool. They're introducing U.S. agents, so that's pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Balance. I mean, there's still so many like possibilities. Like if they do introduce Fantastic Four, where does that lead in, in, in the future series? Like do they touch on that again? Or is this like a hey, we're gonna sprinkle this in over the next yep. three years? And then we'll see you. we'll see you in three years. Right. Like is this like hey in twenty twenty four when you finally get the Fantastic Four movie, like all these little bed breadcrumbs are gonna lead to that or are we actually well, gonna get like a full blown like here it is. Like this is what's happening. And well, I bet I bet that if if Reed Richards is introduced next week, I yeah. bet that the after credits, uh, like kind of th- scene for WandaVision is going to associate with Fantastic Four. 
it'd be interesting if they did it that way where like yeah like i think they'll just start like you said it's they just they do the breadcrumb approach they just drop little bits here and there and and it it all leads into something you know because the thing is is at this point fantastic four is announced so it's not like it's a secret that they're coming back right it'd be it'd be cool to see them start leading into that you know a few years out and just giving little bits and pieces well, the director of Spider-Man 3, well, all the Spider-Man movies, directing Fantastic Four, right? I know. It's good. Yeah. It's a good choice. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, yeah, I think I think it's definitely leading in that direction, like, where they have to set it up by that time. So, obviously, we're going to keep getting breadcrumbs at some point, or less it's going to be a full-blown, like, origin story, and they're not going to give anything until that movie, but I can't see that yeah, happening. I doubt, I doubt that. I doubt that. I mean, I the think, fact that we already have Evan Peters, Quicksilver type things, like clearly they're leading towards X Men. So, yeah, somebody in the comments said uh, how, what, what we what we thought about Evan Peters Quicksilver. Yeah, I mean, Do I that. love it. Like, Me too. I think I hope that he's not dead. Like, I Me hope too. that I hope he sticks around for sure. Yeah, I I think he's the best character out. Well, outside of Wolverine, I think he's the best character outside of. Of in the X Men universe, in, in, so. yeah, in the film movies, I agree. I, I, I yeah. agree for sure. He was like he was awesome. Storm, I thought was terribly done. Cyclops, I thought was terribly done. Like Xavier was really well done, but obviously, like, um, they're not going to carry on really with that version of him since they killed him off and Logan and everything like that. Like, yeah, I think they have to re- redo all that aspect. So, oh yeah, like, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's again, I think I've either said it to you or said it even on here, but like at this point, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be down. I mean, it would be fun to see Hugh Jackman as yeah. Wolverine again one more time. But like, to me, I feel like that could potentially confuse people. And, like, I feel like but, Wolverine's a character they don't want to, like, mix up. They want to make sure everybody's clear. Because he's an important character, right? But it would also be cool if in Doctor Strange that in the, in different dimensions we do see Hugh Jackman back as well. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, so. I agree. I, in, in the right context, I, I do right. agree. But to and have as like, long as another movie is what I mean. As long as they set it up as this is a different dimension, like he's not going to be carrying on as Wolverine, but this is the last go of, you know, just a stinger, you know, Easter egg type thing of like, here he is. And we get a cool fight scene with him and, you know, maybe Quicksilver, if they carry on Evan Peters is Quicksilver, like something that could relate both dimensions to each other in that way. I think it'd be cool. And like, and then, yeah, we don't need to see any of the other characters really, but come back. Like, even if, um, you know, they want to do like a young, a young Magneto or a young uh, uh, Xavier. I'd just rather them honestly recast, to be honest. I like, think they I, have to. Like you could, it's not to say that there's not a place for McAvoy and Fassbender in the MCU, yeah. but it would just be nice to have something fresh. Like, how many movies have they done now? And it's just like it's a lot. Yeah, well, what four, five, four? Yeah, I don't know. It's time, time to shift, change it up a bit, right? Right, and yeah, I mean, three of the four movies are bad, so. Yeah. You know, there's no reason to carry them on. I, I I don't think it's their fault. Like I think No, I don't either. No, I don't either. I don't blame any of the direction. actors. Yeah. I think most of the actors did very well considering what they were working with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um Yeah, yeah no, I, I, the I one love thing Quicksilver. I wish Sorry, go ahead. You finish your statement. I love Quicksilver and I hope I hope that he carries on. I hope this is the start of, of the new mutant line and I think 
if they keep up Evan Peters as Quicksilver for now until whenever, I think that's a smart way to go. I think this is. I'd be on board with that. Yeah. 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 I don't care if Aaron, if Aaron Taylor Johnson doesn't come back as Quicksilver because he never impressed no. me. He never like. I never looked at that as being like a really good representation of Quicksilver. No, and as no disrespect to him as an actor, like I just think. The movie didn't set him up properly. They didn't give him really a set piece to like really show off what he could bring to the role. And that's not his fault. That's, that's the writer's fault. And that's the direction's fault. And, and I mean, yeah, to me, Evan Peters is the right person to play the role. I think he did a great job in all the movies he was in. So to me, it's like, yeah, carry on with him. Yeah. Figure out the storyline that you want to show right now and then let him carry on as, as that character. If he can jump from dimension to dimension, then. That's great. If, if it's Wanda's interpretation of what he should be or some weird thing, I mean, let's hope that this isn't the end of the character. I hope. Um, the one thing I, I, I will say is uh, I don't like that they kept the MCU style uh, fast speed, like the running speed, where it's just like the little lasers. Yeah. Like, I much prefer Fox's way of doing the slow motion kind of thing, right? It's like, instead of showing how fast he is, everything else slows down. I thought, I think that's cool. I hope that they do that. To fit into, like, the sitcom y setting. Like, I I know, I know. But it's just, it also is coincident. It's, I feel like it's not coincidental that that's just how it was the first time, too. But I'm just thinking, like, like the Malcolm in the Middle esque entrance yeah. to, the, to the show like i feel like the tone of that is like a comedic sitcom 90s style thing and that's why they wanted to show like them like wrapping around all the like kids and stealing their candy and like yeah, yeah. you know all the like beating up the pumpkins and stuff like that like it was kept keeping with the tone of the episode right yeah totally. and, um i think like if this was an mcu film I think they would have done something way cooler and way more expensive with with the way he looked. I just think like this was to keep it within a certain budget and within the sitcom-y styling of the episode. So imagine, <laughs> imagine at the end, imagine at the end if it all ends with like her somehow like bringing her parents back to life, or if not, imagine we find out that her parents were just like not really her parents and Magneto's her dad and imagine what I guess what I'm trying to say is at the end imagine Magneto shows up and then Quicksilver gets to stay alive and then the three of them are there and maybe she was always a mutant and that's why she survived the experiments with the Mind Stone or whatever I I hope that this series ends in that direction like the Quicksilver reveal was like one of my biggest what the fuck moments I've ever had with like anything where I was like, I was losing my shit that they actually did that because I never expected them to ever bring anything from Fox into this world. Over. Like, I yeah, always thought, totally. okay, you distance themselves, right? Right. You got the yeah. rights to all these characters back. You are going to kill everything they ever did and you are going to redo everything they, they started. And the fact that they were, okay with bringing something that they didn't create into this world i just thought it was awesome so yeah i, I agree, I really I agree with that if fastbender came back as magneto i would i i'd be excited like i, I wouldn't be against it i just would rather see i'd rather see fresh blood but 
Yeah, no, but, I get that. There's worse. There's worse people to bring back. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think I think Fastbender and McAvoy are really the only constant thing that were good in those movies. Yeah, I think really. Fastbender was underutilized in the like the last two movies like a lot. Like he was barely in Dark Phoenix. Yeah. So like to see him like really get to show his acting ability to have like a really cool movie, I think would be awesome. So yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down. Like, yeah, for sure. And I mean, they're running out of like mainstream characters. They can make into movies. Like, I mean, who knows how black widow is going to go, but like technically there probably isn't going to be a black widow too. No, I don't think so. So like, you're not going to do a new Iron Man movie. This is probably the last Thor movie. I mean, Captain America probably could continue, but like, I don't know. It's not going to be the same as we knew it. So like, I think it would be cool to have like a standalone Magneto movie, a standalone Wolverine movie. That's like really, really good. Like, yeah. like all these type of things where even like a standalone Gambit movie in three, four or five years, like, I mean, I'm going to keep harping on this until I get it. I want a fucking Gambit movie. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I think this is where it gets hard, right? Because unless Marvel wants to start releasing 10 movies a year, that's where it's going to get problematic. Because, like, if you look at what's on the slate right now, there's a shit ton of new properties being introduced. Yeah, I know. You know, of those ones, there's no way that... 80% 80% of them are not going to be popular enough to warrant a sequel. We're going to get a Shang-Chi 2 and we're going to get the Eternals 2. Yeah. And like, they're not spending the amount of money they're spending on the Eternals to cast all these huge games. I agree. To For it to be a one on into a sequel. I so agree. like, yeah, they're hoping that the Eternals is a huge, you know, success and they're going to do the Eternals 2. They're hoping yeah. that Shang-Chi, everybody falls in love with the character and they do Shang Two, Shang Chi Two, Shang Chi Three, whatever. I don't know anything about the Eternals. I don't know anything about Shang Chi. So either. like, I'm completely content. If they want to blow me away, these movies are awesome. Great. Um, Guardians, me baby. Yeah, no, exactly. Like <laughs> Guardians Volume Three is coming, but like, do we really think we're going to be a Guardians Volume? What, oh, four? but what like, I what I mean by that is like Guardians. But before you saw Guardians of the Galaxy, no. aside from the trailer, but you knew I nothing Guardians about those characters, like right? Yeah. Oh, you thought like, Guardians looked like shit? I hated the trailer. Oh, oh, I kind of remember that. Yeah, when they first showed that trailer, I was like, this movie looked stupid. Why is there a talking raccoon? Why is there a tree? I don't, I don't like this at all. Like, I don't like the, like, I like the realism that, like, Iron Man brought, where, like, this yeah. is a guy that's super you smart. Like, like, you like the grounded, the grounded, yeah. and, yeah. Mm. And then when I went to the theaters and saw, saw, uh, Guardians, I loved it. Like, I fell in yeah. love with that movie. My favorite, it's my favorite MCU movie. Yeah, and so, there. yeah, I hope that the Eternals does the same thing where I see the Eternals and I go, holy shit. This is awesome. Like I'm in, but um, I don't. I don't know. Like I don't know enough about the the the, the characters within it to really say what me what we need. I I literally know nothing. So. And like I hope that we get a trailer for these movies soon because we have not seen anything. Yeah, we haven't. Like. The fact that Shang Chi is supposed to come out in I think June and we don't have a trailer, I haven't even seen like a picture from the movie. Like, I don't know anything about the what's happening in that movie. So, um, 
I'm really surprised that we didn't get a trailer during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I am too. But I guess they um, used that money on uh, Winter Soldier. So, you know, what's funny about that trailer is I didn't, uh, I don't, it didn't, I, I saw everybody like reacting to it. And then when I watched that, I was like, I'm not saying it's a bad trailer, but it didn't like get me amped. It was still fun, but it, it didn't get me amped. But the one thing I really did like was when Zemo pulled off the mask and he had his purple mask. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It got me hyped. Like I was like, I was excited for the show regardless, just because it's yeah. more MCU. But it made me go, oh man, I wish, I wish a month from now like was here because I I can't wait. Yeah. But um, I'm just happy I mean, that we're gonna get like basically no. It's just going to be like a week break, and that's one it. week break. Did you hear that rumor that there's apparently a, a bonus episode too? So there might not even be a week break. Did you hear that? I did not hear that though. I don't know how if that's true, but I heard that. I I heard there's going to be a stinger at the end of episode nine in the credits, just like like That'd all be a of Marvel them. movie. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. But um, I didn't hear that there'd be an episode ten. But I think. I think their plan is to do another of the, uh, what do you call it? That little spin-off five-minute segments they did with the Legends thing on, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So I assume that that's going to be the break in between. It's going to set up Falcon and Winter Soldier of their storyline so far. So far yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, did you also see that Disney has a spin-off like, star thing coming? The, uh, yes, Disney, Plus, Disney Star or something, right? Or It's like... It's, it's, it's star. It's called I think stars or star or whatever. Yeah, but star, it's star TV like, or something, right? Star the more adult content that Disney doesn't want to show, right, is all going to stars. So like, basically like, uh, you know, not adult adult, but like adult adult themed TV shows, adult themed movies that are like yeah, yeah, yeah. TV. yeah, something that's not Disney friendly, right? Right, is all going to stars, and I I'm like that's great because. That means that maybe, you know, we will get, I mean, we're already getting an R Deadpool, but that means we could get a rated R or something, Blade, whatever, that could go yeah. to that, and they're fine with it. Yep. Yeah, I think that so, would be cool. I yeah, same. Awesome. I can't wait. Like, I was looking online today because I, I wanted to watch Logan again, and it's not on Disney+. Plus. Like, I have I have Blu-ray, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Logan. And it wasn't up for streaming anywhere. And I was like, oh, I don't feel like getting up and getting the Blu-ray out and putting it in and so on and so forth. So I didn't watch it. But if it all goes to like stars, we're like, oh, yeah, we're fine with showing Deadpool on here and, and Logan. Yeah, that'd and so be on. nice. Perfect. You own all these properties. Put them all on there. Yeah. I like, uh, I guess that's probably where that stuff will end up living then, right? Because they yeah, well, they like, don't have Deadpool hard. or anything on there now. They showed the trailers in the trailer for Stars. They showed like Die Hard and like you know all these all these R movies. So I'm like, all right, perfect. Like I can imagine like Family Guy will probably end up there and yeah, right because like they have, they own Family Guy, I think, right? That's Fox. I don't know for sure who owns it, but like it's on Fox, so you would assume. But yeah, because they I mean they showed uh, How I Met Your Mother and what about. Uh, Something else that was like rated. rated I, gotta, like, I can't wait till somebody puts up. Um, what's that one? Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, dude. Because I haven't seen most of Sunny, it. The fact that Always Sunny is not streaming anywhere, like really, is like heartbreaking. I know. Because as soon as it does, I'm on top of that shit so fucking fast. 
it is the like for a show that forever I was like, this isn't for me. I could write this stuff like I can't write this stuff. This stuff is way funnier than anything I would ever write. They're so smart and creative and like yeah, they are. Once you actually get out of the first season and watch some of those stellar, stellar episodes where they like really find their groove, it is the funniest show on television for sure. It's the best sitcom. It's in my top three sitcoms ever made for sure. Yeah, yeah. I uh, everything I've seen of it from you and from Craig, I've really liked. So, like Curb Your Enthusiasm and and uh, Always Sunny, and then The Office are probably like my top three sitcoms ever. Like. I just absolutely love it. So, I like the office yeah. a lot too. Yeah, I. Uh, we have four minutes left. Have yeah, you watched I'm that Super Store show? No, but Kate. <laughs> no, but Kate's like, oh, you should watch that, and I'm like, I feel like it's gonna be very accurate to what life is actually like. It is so disturbingly accurate. <laughs> Like I so, posted this so for Facebook. anybody who needs context, me and Ryan both work in the grocery industry. So <laughs> uh, we've both worked in the grocery store for twenty for a long years. time, long time. So we both know that life. And I'm telling you, the show Superstore, I watched on a whim. It's on Netflix. If you're in Canada, I don't know if it's in the states, but it is so disturbingly accurate to working in a grocery store that like it made me feel like I was at work watching it. And I I posted right That's away. Awesome. I'm like, the genre of the show is not a comedy. It is a horror <laughs> documentary because it is exactly like I don't know if the writers work within retail or they Probably. hire people that had experience in retail. But like the bullshit of retail is in that show to the point where you're doing like mundane things to keep yourself entertained. Like they show that stuff. I remember like building milk crate forts in the back room to keep myself like entertained and like they do like dumb games like that in like season two. I'm like the show is so accurate that like you have is it to funny watch though? It. Is it funny? Like will I laugh at it when I'm yeah. watching it? Okay, cool. So maybe I, I will watch it. It's, it's, it's kinda too like long. it's kinda like have you ever seen um what's the movie called? It's got Jason Sean William Scott and it's got John C. Riley. And it's got Fred Armisen. Uh, it's basically about a grocery store company where, like, they work, uh-huh. and then John C. Riley moves in from Canada and tries to take a promotion that, yeah, Jason, or Michael or whatever Scott is, William Scott is. I know what you're talking about. I couldn't tell you the name of it. The promotion, maybe. I think it's called the promotion. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny because like I watch it and I laugh my ass off because I see all these things and I'm like, Haha, that's so true. But like Kate watches it and she's like, I don't get it. Like yeah. she gets parts of it, but she doesn't like. That's the but show. I, I rewatched it um, a while, probably like I don't know, six months ago or something, and I couldn't believe all the faces I recognized. We're gonna run out of time, so. Yeah, we got sixty seconds ish. So yeah, seconds-ish. I'm telling you, watch that show. You'll okay, you'll appreciate it. This is the same <laughs> as I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for watching. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, follow Matt because he's doing some awesome stuff over there, and uh, he's selling some figures. I don't know if you guys have seen. No, I'm but almost out. Almost out. You almost out. Well, fucking go over there and look at the left stuff he has left over and, and pick something up because he's almost gone. Uh, we got 30 seconds, so yeah. Anyways, 
Thanks, dude. Yeah, man. I'm excited nice for next. I'm ex- I'm excited for next week. Uh, next week's show. Next week's show will probably be the standout episode of of so far. I think. I think so too. We're in for a treat. So come back next week and uh, check out our talk on episode what seven. Yep. Episode All right, buddy. Sevens. All right, man. Have a good night. See ya.